Hey, it's Sky Brothers here. View from the cheap seats this week. We have an unbelievable guest. Uh, he played for in the NFL, had over ten thousand six hundred yards rushing, and now he's got a great acting career. He's Thomas Q. Jones. Man, did you have fun on the show? Man, I had a blast on this show. Thank we you so much deep. for inviting me. Yeah, we got super deep, man. It was early in the morning out here in the West Coast. Man, Listen, y'all, got man, my, y'all got my brain working early, man. Talk so. Issues. I'm yeah. talking issues. I'm saying, look, we got so deep, we put her butt to sleep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Lil Cuties, the podcast hosted by Dave Horwitz and Sean Perlman. And together we are the, the Little Cuties. Cuties. Oh, I thought we were supposed you you have to extend it as long take as it, I'm extending it. Okay. Wow. What timing. It's almost like we're in the same room as each other and we can do hand signals. Yeah, but you're in New Zealand right now shooting a film. That's true, but it's that's why I said it's almost like we're in I the know, same room. I know. <laughs> you know, we have perfect pitch. We really do. Yeah, we should be in that movie, Perfect Pitch, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean, we have a special guest, and what what benefit... What would the benefit be in not introducing her right away? Let's just out of the gate introduce her because, uh, yeah, it'll just be a special episode where we we uh, we do this instead. This, though, it's going to be a yeah. very special episode. A very, very. Like, could this be our Christmas episode in a, in a '90s way where we're going to have to talk about issues? Yeah, we're going to have to have oh yeah, yeah, yeah about it. Some for part of it, the laugh track is not even going to be there. Yeah, I found tramadol in your pocket, and then oh. the music swells. But that's because I'm prescribed. And then it's the short yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, no, we have, um, gosh, a multi-hyphenate. Uh, t- Can I else? introduce her? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's go funny ahead. Because, because I don't, I've just met her right now. <laughs> so, it's, I feel, I feel, I feel like, like all of our intros <laughs> have the potential to span the entire episode. Yeah, it's I mean, true. Yeah. Can you give it a guess? Can you introduce yeah, me and let give me, it a okay. guess? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um... Well, uh, yeah, our guest, you know, everything you know about her is uh, she is part of a duo with Milana Weintraub. Oh, you butchered her name first. Is it Weintraub? Wait, Weintraub. Is it Weintraub. Yeah. Really? I've never heard it out loud. Yeah, that was a big, <laughs> you just threw a big accent on the end just for right but, now. Yeah. Well, That's, I mean, I thought, you know. It sounded good. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. You, I thought it was like a a, a, a Jewish guy pronouncing a uh, uh, wait a, a vampire pronouncing a Jewish guy's last name Weintraub. I Vine. <laughs> this is going to be a special episode in that it's not funny. And in she's an actress. Yeah, a comedian. She's yeah. She's a painter. She's a painter. Yeah. She's she's, she's a she's a dog owner. She's a lover. She's, she's a, fighter. a fighter. She's, she's a, a midnight night rider. rider. <laughs> Stevie, Stevie Nelson. Nelson. Oh, thank you, guys. That was quite the intro. Thank you. Yeah, we <laughs> haven't talked to each other in a couple of days, so our our timing's a little bit off. Yeah. But yeah. thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I just saw you. We, we taped an episode of our podcast that yeah. we have. Uh, would you like to tell... 
the world are, about it. Would you like to tell our little cuties fans uh, what they can expect? Wait, can we start a podcast so we have a podcast triangle? Yeah, <laughs> okay. fun. Yeah, it's like a Mexican. <laughs> it's Mexican standoff of podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, fun. Wow, that was so fake. <laughs> no, I really. No, like this to sounds do. like you're really into it, though. No, this is a dream of mine to do a podcast. Why are you doing quote marks with your hands then? <laughs> no, it's a nervous. Which I can't tip. see because I'm in Australia right now. New Zealand. New Zealand. Wait, Australia? Sorry. Anyway, what about Old Zealand? Huh? This guy knows what I'm talking about. Comedian. I'm pointing at a guy in New Zealand right now. <laughs> no. No. Oh no. Weintraub. Weintraub. So, so we we just recorded an episode of our podcast. Yeah. It's called I Burn Everything. A food and relationship podcast. We talk about food wow. and relationships and how they're intermingled and sometimes how patterns are the same with food as they are with relationships. What an interesting topic. I like that a lot. It's really uh, fun. It sounds like do you, uh, the ideal guest would be someone who like incorporates food into sex, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pointing at myself. No. <laughs> right? like, yeah. like the cake farts girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> What? I mean, you, that is, I mean, that is someone who incorporates. <laughs> yeah, I just haven't sex. thought about that in a long time. The you know, I somebody made me somebody brought it up last night, and I had to. I, I do. You, are you familiar with that? With what that is, Stevie? No, nope, I'm not. Uh, well, I I don't know if it would be self-explanatory, but it's it's a it's a <laughs> fetish uh, pornographic website where uh, a girl talks to the camera. I, I will say the reason that we were talking about it is that i thought it was fake i thought it was like a comedy sketch sure it's like a, a a naked girl and i was like oh she's a little like too naked for this to be a sketch but i'll go with it and it's basically her being like oh it's her standing in front of a cake and she's like oh you see this cake oh what if i just farted on this cake and she's almost like sarcastic about it so i was like this is nobody's fetish but then she like really starts doing it how she farts on command yeah how can people do that? I don't know, but why was she doing it with frosting all over yeah, her why butt? Why is there cake? You involved? can fully see, and you can see everything, and that's when I realized, like, this is this not is us. That, where you're like, that's when I realized this is my fetish. This is my fetish. Yeah, <laughs> this is it for me. Yeah. It does sound I'm like more a of really. A pie. <laughs> I'm more into pie farts. It does sound like a terrible name for an improv group, so I can see why you would yeah. think it's like a really bad fake thing. Hey, guys. Does, all yeah, yeah. We need is for, all we need to get started is something that you'd see written on top of a cake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have another special guest. Uh, she's a foster puppy. She's seven months Aww, old. She's, she's sitting on my so lap. Huge is a little. Can I introduce her, please? Even though I just met her, as everything well. you know oh, about man, her. This will be okay. inaccurate for sure. <laughs> <laughs> she is one half of a comedy duo with <laughs> Stephen Nelson. <laughs> with uh, I was trying to. I was going to try to make Milana's name into a dog's name. Like, you know how, like, you would add, like, a dog pun to it? Milpana, P-A-W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, guys, her name tag says Kahlua. So her name, according to the rescue place, is Kahlua, like yeah. the, the liqueur. And I refused to call her that. So I'm just calling her Lou. And sometimes she responds to it. She responds? She seems to respond to Lou really well. Yeah. yeah Kahlua is a terrible name. Kahlua is, like, sub-stripper. Kahlua is, like, <laughs> girl trying to sell... Like iPhone pics of her of her butt to somebody, yeah, in like a weird chat room. There's someone out, out there named Kalua that's just who's you like know listening to this and crying. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, but totally friend. agreeing, and not, yeah. just me. nodding, not even crying. <laughs> um, so this is a uh, this is new for me. I've never fostered a dog by myself, um, but as you both know, I love dogs. Uh, one time I was sad and I texted stevie and asked her if she could bring her dogs to me 
Didn't she, she get did. dogs? I did. Yeah, I have two, two wiener dogs. Oh, yeah. are they a brother and sister? They're just I don't best, know. <laughs> they're just best friends. Oh. They're writing partners. <laughs> yeah. They're writing partners, and they're um, on an improv team together called uh, Cake Farts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they're really well, that's good. weird because we were talking about that. I know. Earlier. It's. I they forgot actually, to mention. Yeah, they're at the clubhouse. That's so weird because you would think. They're at the clubhouse <laughs> tonight at 11, right? Yeah, they're oh. always at the clubhouse. You can find them 100% yeah. of the time. <laughs> the, 7 a.m. In front of the clubhouse <laughs> begging for change. They're the artists in residence. <laughs> yeah, they live at the clubhouse. Um, um, no, they live with me. I have two dogs. They're great. Yeah, I really like them. They, they, two dogs great. They were a source of dog, great comfort This dog has me. a little underbite, which is the cutest thing that a dog can have. Yeah, okay. she's very sweet, and I just want to like give her the best life possible. Whether whether or not that's with me permanently, I know that I could find a great parent for this This is dog. what happens when people foster dogs. They're just like, I got to find a good, you know, like a good parent for this dog. And then they fall in love with the dog, and then it's always like a fucking romantic comedy. I'm not going to fall in love with this dog. It's what? not cute. It's unlovable. Yeah, Look at really my isn't. gritted teeth as I say. She's not cute at all and I don't like her. Um, this dog is currently just asleep in Dave's lap. Aww. It loves him. I've been... Uh, I've, her ears I are really, burning. I got a really great... Uh, I just took a slow motion video of her running towards me. And uh, just thinking about it is making me want... I told you in the last episode that when I take the pain medicine from my back, it makes me... Uh, feel like i could cry on command did i tell you that you i i, I remember you mentioning it's a that thing. yeah like i don't know it's like not a side effect this dog is snoring yeah she really is Aww, can you cry right now you cute but uh, yeah uh it would be very bad radio because i would have to like really yeah. like i think if something kind of sets me off like maybe we'll do a little corner where you guys like try to make me sad and like yeah, pick up my like insecurities a- and <laughs> stuff <laughs> yeah. no that's a sexual this fetish sounds like a <laughs> Really bad idea that yeah. would turn everybody on. <laughs> do you think, do you, I, I, I have thought that you could make a lot of money just kind of like basically throwing darts against the wall, kind of like, what if I just made a bunch of websites or videos for like fetishes that don't exist? Like if it's a guy just who two things together. Yeah, like if yeah. I like there's a space heater next to me. If it's yeah. like if you search for guy, guy rubbing his guy rubbing a space heater on his butt, yeah. and just going like, ooh, it's real warm. Do you think somebody oh God, would I like it? Felt yes. the flow of blood to my yes. dick right now, Dave. Oh God, this Sean, is the worst way just... to find out that yes. I like space heaters <laughs> rubbed on people's butts. Ooh. Yeah. God. I'm sorry, I'm crying right now. Just... <laughs> um, so, Stevie, what? Sean and I. Hi. What? Why the toad? What did I drop do? the toad? <laughs> Stevie, we we said yeah. We said drop we the toad and get this. with the dude. Okay. You guys, come on, use it. Drop the toad and get, get with, with the a dude. dude. Yeah. I get like with any a, dude. A dude. A dude. Yeah. A dude. Any dude out there. Um. Stevie, the the focus of this show, little cuties, is uh this incoherent rambling. No, no, no. I only. Sis, okay. only 80 <laughs> percent uh, but we do focus on the concept of adulthood and what it means to us in our boundlessly talented uh 20 and 30 something friends in southern california and the reason i we i was actually just talking to stevie about this just like giving her a, a, a an, an overview of the show and i realized like it is kind of i don't think we could do this show in any other city because i feel like everyone we know is sort of in the entertainment industry. It might be fun yeah. to just like, if we reached out to someone who has no ties to it at all, because I think, yeah. I think you, I think you kind of immediately lose a couple of years of maturity just from like ha- going pursuing after. This yeah, kind of absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. So uh, basically we ask our, our 
guests, do you consider yourself an adult or a little cutie? And to give you uh, an idea of what that means, I consider myself a little cutie, which is if you look around, this is where I live. I live in uh, a bedroom in a house with other roommates as a 32-year-old man. Uh, two of my walls remain fully undecorated. Mm. Um, I just uh, built a bookcase for my books after having them in a box for eight months. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, if you lift up that huge bag of dog food, you'll see that I have built it incorrectly and it's uh, the wrong <laughs> side up. Down. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, but on top of that, I uh, have a steady job. I've been supporting myself doing what I like to do. Not lucratively, if you, again, look around my room, <laughs> but I have yet, I've not held a, a job outside of my field uh, in quite some time. I um, have been able to maintain certain relationships in my life. Not for very long, as uh, we'll get into <laughs> later. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm a fairly functional person, but I yeah. would never Jesus consider David, myself... You should be crying. <laughs> I would yeah. never consider myself an adult. Um, but I do know, you know, you, you live alone. You uh, have a very curated life. You have beautiful pets. You have beautiful mm-hmm. friends. You yeah. make things. You act for a living. Uh, what do you, uh, how do you, where would you place yourself on the scale of little cutie to adult? I think it would be such a mistake to ever call yourself an adult. Interesting. I oh, you just dismantled our whole podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit. Okay. We gotta, we, we can't even finish the episode. Okay, we gotta go. Well, I'm going to go. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Also, don't you just want to always call yourself a little cutie? Like if I got the option, it's like, um, it's like saying like, do you think that you're really f- fun and cute to be around or boring (laughs) like i feel like adult is such a boring word and also i think it means to me it means something that i don't think it probably means to other people like it sounds like a death sentence adult it sounds like a death sentence to you yeah it does it sounds very boring um even though my life if you were to put all the pieces together perhaps you'd be like you've got your shit together i i think you do yeah it might seem like that and i'm i'm very okay and i love my life and i do art for a living and you like yourself i do what's that like (laughs) it's like um it's like flipping a switch yeah it's like you go to enough therapy in your life and you realize there are two options one, you can continue hating yourself and everything you do and never be proud of yourself and always be disappointed in everything you do. Check, 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 check and check. Right. Or you can make this option. You can choose, actively choose to be like, you know what? I'm going to give myself the same compassion I give other people. I'm going to treat myself well. I'm going to treat myself like I deserve things. And then just you instantly start like you really start liking yourself. I also do this thing every morning. Where no matter where I am or what I'm doing, I take off all my clothes and I look in the mirror and I go, hey, girl. <laughs> just wait. Just like wait. Gosling? Okay. I go, hey, girl. Cool body. Yeah. Every single morning. That's crazy. Do you say it out loud? Yeah. Oh, yes. And sometimes it's just like, cool body, girl. It's like an affirmation. Yeah. It's very much like an affirmation. You instantly like your body after that because you're like, my body's cool. It's not skinny. Especially it's when you say fit. it like Gosling would say it to you. Yeah. Hey girl, cool, cool is body. a really great descriptor. Right? Because it's, it's kind of yeah. neutral. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if we say, hey girl, cool body. cool body, yeah, then we will like our little bodies. I think so. <laughs> I think it's the key to liking yourself is, I know this is not what we were originally talking about, but. No, it's I, related. I think the key to really liking yourself, whether you're an adult or a little cutie, is being like, hey, cool body, yeah. celebrate your fucking body. Yes. Yeah. 
How would I? I wonder how I should celebrate my body. Take off all your clothes, look in the mirror, and say something good towards yourself. It works. It really does. Apparently, it's like you know. I've I've never done really affirmations, but they but people swear by them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like affirmations that don't feel true though. Yeah. Like I don't like the idea of being like I'm not afraid of snakes or like whatever it is. Right. But like cool body feels like something you're like. Sure, my body can have a cool vibe, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a jazz cigarette in the middle of its, of its fingers. That part has a... <laughs> you, if you saw my body at a party, you'd, you'd want to like talk to it for yeah. a while. It might make you dance. Yeah. Cool. That's very... I'm going to try that. Because try sometimes... Because sometimes I, like pre-shower, will look at my body in the mirror and go... Yeah Dave, yeah, Dave looks in the mirror and says Jew body. Yeah. That's not, yeah. Ooh, Jew body. Yeah. Jew body. It is, a, it is a Jew body. Is it a Jew body? Yeah. Do you have Do you have a lot of body hair? It, it looks like, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Young I'm Elliot not, Gould's body? I literally was going to say Elliot Gould. <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, I have a bunch of Elliot Gould's heads all over my body. <laughs> but, like, 70s, not, like, 2014 Mulaney. Right. Mm. Elliot Gould was on the Mulaney. show Mulaney, yeah, as the old gay neighbor. Mm-hmm. But he used to be a real suave lady. Elliot Gould was a ladies' man. Was a, was a leading man. What do you think about that? What I do you think about seventies cinema? It's what do so you think about the ideal for Jewish culture? It's great. What do you think about beauty ideals? What do you think about if Shelley Duvall was a lot? Was this is the was the age she was when she made The Shining? Now would she be in giant major movies playing the lead? Think about beautiful, crazy, bug-eyed Shelley Duvall getting yelled at by Stanley Kubrick and the special features of the Shining DVD. I think she's like, I mean, I don't, th- you, you think that she, that, that the standards of beauty were different in I the I think 70s. she would never be the star of a movie now. And I also think that Elliot Gould would not be the star of a movie. He would be like. The, There's he, character actors and stuff. I mean, I think she would be like a character. But char- Elliot yeah. Gould was like. He played a, a hot a detective that women flocked to and lo- like Ryan Gosling would be in the long goodbye now if they made yeah, it. But now. like, what about? I mean, I know people are going to say that he's, but like Shia LaBeouf or something like that. You know, he's I mean, a good looking dude. He is or a good like, looking dude. What about like Jason Schwartzman? Jason Schwartzman, yeah. Also, you know, he just but is he? But he's like, but I, 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 he's I like guess a cool I, celebrity. I guess I feel Ellie like Gould was like a cool celebrity that they were like, oh, he's yeah, in, cool. you know, yeah. they got cool bodies. Yeah, vibes. they got cool bodies. Elliot Gould <laughs> had a Jew body for sure, but he, <laughs> just walking around in a bathrobe. I bet Elliot Gould loved his body. Yeah, for sure he loved his body. What you 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 t- your affirmation made me think of uh, uh, past guest and good friend of ours, Mookie Blakelock, has a has one of my favorite. Uh, I don't know if this would ever help anyone or any of our listeners. I also don't know if I've ever said this on the show before, but it it's my favorite thing to think about anytime someone's an asshole in traffic or like anytime you see a shitty jerk, anytime someone cuts you off in traffic or you accidentally do something and they drive up next to you and flip you off and yell at you, and anytime. You know, someone is like talking on a Bluetooth in the grocery checkout line and screaming at someone and like not talking to the clerk. Anytime there's just like some awful person uh, being completely disrespectful, Mookie always goes, yeah. And then uh, and then you look at that person and then you picture them getting to their stupid SUV and driving home from their job 
and walking in their door and setting down their briefcase and slowly one by one taking off all the pieces of his suit and hanging them up neatly in his closet <laughs> and then going in front of, the, of his full length mirror and then jerking off going you're such a fucking loser you're such a fucking loser you're such a fucking loser and it really like I think yeah. about it all the time he must have said that to me like seven years ago and it's oh, like what a, my, like a cathartic thought to have every single day yeah. it's so funny like yeah. anyone who mm. expels the mental energy that it takes to be an asshole yeah like hates themselves must hate yeah. themselves oh, so yeah. much I was also thinking about this. Um, actually, this might be a good question for you, Stevie. Uh, Ask it. I So I recently, uh, as of three days ago, spent my requisite one day on Tinder that I always do after getting out of a relationship. I go, maybe this is for me. And 24 hours later, I go, nope. Not for me. And then I throw my phone into a volcano. Yeah, you uh, don't have to do that. Just just erase the app. No, absolutely. That I, And I did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of, do you think that, a quote unquote normal person could send some of the awful messages that we see getting posted on the internet from like guys on Tinder, like people who lead with uh, a pussy comment, a tits comment, a fucking comment. What if it's like a meta pussy tits comment? Like they say in, in parentheses or brackets, a pussy comment. That's, that's <laughs> cute. That's a guy you want to bring uh -oh. home to mom. Oh, no. And, uh, this, feels, oh, no. this feels very this feels much crazy. like you're admitting something. Guys, come on. So you're, you're saying yeah, you're, you're a meta creep. Meta I'm a meta creep. Yeah. A meta creep on Tinder is really the idea of like, yeah. oh, wouldn't it be so pedantic if yeah. I messaged you and said, I wonder what your pussy looks like? Yeah. Place. But also, what does it look like? place creepy you know yeah. like <laughs> creepy do you comment. think uh do you think a quote-unquote normal normal person could do that because it's people do it's happened so much but when i was swiping for 30 minutes i was like thinking about i was trying to put myself in the in the shoes of somebody who matches with a girl and then is like oh it's my turn to send a message hey uh want my dick down your throat and you're like yeah. what is <laughs> What I, happened? What's I don't the pathology? Know. Okay, so I don't know about normal versus not normal people, but I do know that certain apps uh, definitely elicit different responses. So I think that something like Tinder, right? I think that elicits or or maybe causes a little bit of um, more insane behavior. I definitely had Tinder for two days like you do, you know? And Tinder for like two days and one guy was like, literally wrote to me he's like hey i'm in town for two days and i was like good for you <laughs> <laughs> sounds great and he's like i'm in a hotel um i'm told that i'm very good at eating pussy oh god and i wrote back i am very proud of you <laughs> that is awesome uh not exactly what i'm looking for <laughs> um, that is i'm so looking for diplomatic. someone great at eating pussy <laughs> well, yeah. I well, you've been told you're very good Ooh, i'm gonna yeah. need a 10 out of 10 i, want, I don't want someone who's kind of good at it i want someone who's a master at eating pussy. i'm gonna bother going to your fucking hotel in venice um i want like world ranked yeah i want like the champion of it. Um, I don't think, I think that people are just like looking for sex and they'll say whatever because sometimes it works. Like, I don't think you're a piece of shit if you write a gross comment. I think sometimes people just want sex and it works so they'll say something gross and it works. I also think 
uh, there are other apps that don't re- that don't sort of like have that same weird uh, hookup mentality. Like I'm not sure exactly what they are, but I feel like there are other apps that are more relationship based, and you'll probably get less weird comments. But I don't blame people. I think we're all just looking to have sex with each other. Right. I, I mean, three billion percent agree with you. However, people can be looking for sex and can ask for sex in a way that's not truly. But like why, di- like disgusting. But why would you uh, do yeah. that if you could just send one text, right? So you, say you send one message to a hundred girls, and two out of a hundred times it does work. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you go through the extra steps of messaging? I'm look. I'm not an advocate of this. No, but this is very interesting. It's like you guys are taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, Stevie is a men's rights activist. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Are you he, mansplaining this? She's <laughs> very she, and she's militant too. Look, the one thing that I wish you would have introduced me as is um, that I am man centric. I'm on the man's team. I think they do not get enough credit. Yeah. I think men are wonderful. Yeah. When you spell women, you capitalize the M E M. And you leave out the W and the O. <laughs> Small or tinier font. Uh, so you but you you did meet your your boyfriend on Bumble. a non Tinder app, Bumble. Yeah. Uh, and that's different because the, the woman you match, yeah. right? You match and girl's then, choice, yeah, Sadie Hawkins the, dance. Yeah, the girl has to <laughs> message the boy. Yeah, and if you don't, in twenty four hours, the match just disappears anyway. So there's zero pressure. You have to be the one to like message them. Yeah, but I met my boyfriend on Bumble. Wow, and it's going great. Yeah, it's going well. I cannot believe it. Yeah, you. I think you guys got together just as uh, my beautiful ex and I were just getting back together. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So congratulations, you won. How does it feel? Thank you. It feels like I won. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It yeah. feels like I am continuously winning. Jesus. Yeah. You guys yeah. are yeah, I, so mad at each other, right? <laughs> no, no. We, we just, we kind of like, when we started becoming friends, we we kind of had a healthy rivalry and we said, mm-hmm. whoever, when, yeah. whenever we can declare a winner, we can stop being friends. Yes. Yeah. So you only got into relationships just to compete with each other. Sure. At first, that's what <laughs> it was. First, but then something then different it, happened. Something changed. And then and, we clicked. And then, and then uh, everything just started working. And I know you're mad. And I know it was a bad. But listen to me. Look into my eyes, Carly. I, I Carly? I don't know. Um, that played my out eyes. way weirder than I thought it might have. That was my audition for I Carly. Yeah. Did, did I get the part? It felt pushed. Fuck. But you got it. But you got it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because it's iCarly. Yeah. <laughs> and they want it to be pushed. Yes. I'm so glad that you guys are the casting directors for the show iCarly that's not on TV anymore. Mm, is that mm. right? Is it not on TV anymore? Is it not anymore? on TV anymore? You guys are. are that's why don't, we, don't get, <laughs> we don't get checks anymore. You guys are terrible at your jobs. Yeah. God. <laughs> oh, I wish that weren't true. Yeah, me too. Uh, that's a little pushed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 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 Uh, Freeze frame of <laughs> freeze frame of both yeah. of us high fiving in the air, guys jumping in the air. Um, no, I think, it's, I think it it's kind like- of feels sometimes <laughs> like the, the the guys, it's the guys who do that. It's the same mentality of like um, YouTube comments where they're just like mm-hmm. faggot, you know, or like whatever. That's the same kind of we're like, ooh, what can I do to just like you Elicit know throw this into response. yeah, yeah, just an anonymous, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I gonna bored be people, creepy, to, right? So it's like yeah. internet people. It's all bored. They're all bored. Yeah. Bored <laughs> men are bad men. Oh yeah, yeah, that's very true. But Idle you know hands. what? Bored women are scary women too. Yeah. yeah. What? T- tell me. Walk me through 
The Dangers of a Bored Woman. Oh, everything. I think <laughs> it sounds like a great movie title. The Dangers of a, a Bored Woman. Woman. <laughs> Tyler Perry's. Tyler Perry presents. Dangerous. Oh, it's a good movie. It's really good. <laughs> Monique, Monique plays the best friend, and she does not take any shit. No. No. But she is bored. Yeah, she's bored. Yeah. She's bored beyond belief. I think bored people are like their trouble. Like, I think... I think half the fights that happen Idle in relationships, yes. Yeah. Bored people bore people. Yeah. Oh, whoa. I, no, I think they keep it real interesting because it's crazy. Like, I've dated pe- guys who are bored before. And they create... Whoa. That's, <laughs> that's a, <laughs> isn't that more your fault? No. Yeah. Whoa. I, I'm hey, a, whoa. Look, guys. I'm what? an asshole. <laughs> what is happening? I, didn't, I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, Are you hard again? Yeah. God yes. damn it. <laughs> again? Yeah. He's been hard this whole time. This whole time. Way to keep it up. But like prison hard. Like getting out of prison hard. Okay, guys. Oh. Okay, back to this. Okay, see. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying so you dated, dated guys who are bored and then... And, yeah. and they create problems in the same way women who are bored create problems they'll ask you about your own like your own behavior like uh what are you doing what were you doing liking this thing on social media or i saw that you posted this or they're just like um pre i think bored people are preoccupied with what other people are doing instead of what they're what they they are doing right that's a good point i'm focused on myself because a you have uh, goals I have and yeah, yeah. to do, but also because I'm more interested in myself than other people, which is a problem and fine also. No, it's <laughs> good. <laughs> it's self-esteem. Yeah. You know, but it's like I want to I want to do stuff. And I think people who just don't have that mentality, um, I think they cause problems and they also uh, they overthink things. They they mm. stew. They sit in their thoughts like, I don't know. I just think no, I totally worst. agree with this. Actually, I was having like a conversation with a friend about this yesterday where I was like, we're even though uh, we're all okay. So we have a, like, we want to accomplish so much in our lifetime uh, that what we want to accomplish uh, would would we wouldn't even be able to do that in one lifetime. Like, right. you know, it would just take multiple lifetimes. But there are certain people out there that are just like, ah, um, what do I do? You know, the board. Pe- I mean, I do understand that mentality. It's like, you know, but right now we're just like, so like, oh, fuck, what if I don't, you know, it's just the hyper anxiety of going like, what if I'm not doing the right, you can't, I don't know. I, I stop me from rambling. <laughs> but this is actually exactly what I was talking about with a friend, Jake Weissman. That's I could guess. Yeah. Oh. It, sound, it sounds like that every sounds single like a, one of our conversations. Conversation. Yeah. Jake is funny. Jake's great. Yeah. I like his Twitter. Yeah. He's very, very funny person. He is totally decimated me at the end of the <laughs> podcast that he was on in this 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 show it was pretty funny <laughs> he predicted my how the entire rest of my life would play out oh, and it was yikes. it mostly just uh entailed dating blonde improv girls i don't think i'm an improv girl right i don't think I so i don't consider you that do you do improv i did i've taken all the classes i don't do it though no I don't think it's that fun. I also don't think it's that fun. I think it's that fun makes to do three of us, you guys. And Dave and I got into an argument over what was better, stand up or improv. And I got to say a resounding stand up. I 100% say stand up is Thank way you. better than Thank improv. you. Maybe it's because my boyfriend does stand up. But Who's your boyfriend? Bill Dixon. Oh, I love that guy. He's fucking Am great. Am I allowed yeah. to say that? He's so funny. <laughs> Don't look at I me. Love Bill. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he's great, right? He's very funny. He's yeah. so funny. Although yeah. I will say, there's a bit of a podcast curse because I've said the name of my girlfriend on this show so many times and had her as a guest, yeah. and that is over and done. But I will say, wish her the best. Incredibly talented. 
cues a button. I hope everything works out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just mascara dripping yeah. down your face. Yeah. <laughs> why did you put mascara on? Just yeah, so why we did can you notice that? you're crying. You gotta, That's yeah, yeah. such a weird recurring joke that we have on this <laughs> yeah. show. Where the it's the concept of it's, yeah. knowing you're about to cry. Is it goth then, night at the Echoplex after this? Yeah. yeah it <laughs> yeah. is. No, yeah, no, you're gonna and and like marking it so that it's like putting like it's like the blue dye that collects when you pee in a pool. That's like the the you know the myth. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You guys know. I do. <laughs> I was threatened that without my whole life. Really? Mm. Yeah. My neighbor, Dorothy, she would always. Hi, Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> you live next to Dorothy. Yeah. Um, she would always be like, I have blue dye in the pool in case any of you guys pee in it. And it was terrifying. I don't think it's true. It's not true. It's not yeah. a real thing. Yeah. I still peed in that pool. You, you didn't care. You didn't care. You got to pee when you swim. Oh my god! And that was yeah. <laughs> that's like a life philosophy. Yeah, it's like people who claim that they don't pee in the shower. I'm like, give me a break. Give me a goddamn wow. break. We're all peeing in the I don't shower. Need, I don't pee in the toilet. That's how. <laughs> yeah. that's how polite I Where am. Do you pee? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just you black say, out I, every once in a while. I don't. I, don't <laughs> like, I have a, like a blue ribbon esque uh, uh, service. Is it called blue ribbon? What's it What's called? What's blue ribbon? That thing about the with the food that's delivered. It's blue blue apron. blue apron. Yeah, where they just you know I black out and then I'm and then I wake up in fresh pants. It's <laughs> great. That sounds like one of our yeah. fake uh, a podcast fake, ads. Yeah. Blue ribbon. <laughs> Here's the thing. Perhaps blue apron. We can. <laughs> <laughs> Give no. you the ingredients to assemble your uh, own beer. Uh, that reminds Hops me of and barley. Okay, that reminds me of a very useless joke I thought of once of a combination of two movies called Fantastic Mr. Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Fantastic right. Four, but Show they're all Mandy little. Fox. And Noah Garfinkel used to do this. The, the, list, the list of, of nothing. Yeah, yeah, those are great. Uh, <laughs> funny. Yeah, they. That was my favorite thing ever. Of just. <laughs> Just things that have are you jokes that are useless. Even yeah. with Twitter, everything leads to a dead end. With it's like, stuff where you're like, "Can I tweet that?" And then you think about it. Yeah. You finally do it, and you finally get it down to yeah. sounding like sort of how it is in your head. And like mm. it gets four likes because it makes no sense. Yeah, they're all like sky piece puzzle pieces, or they're like uh, you assemble like an IKEA cabinet, and then you have like four pieces left over, and you're like, "What yeah. do I fucking do what with did these?" I do with this. <laughs> um, oh no, did I? Oh yeah, this is what I was gonna say. Um, what do you think about either retiring or regrouping about the po fake podcast ads on this show? I think I'm out of uh real sponsors. I'm out of real sponsors. We might have to make them up at this point. Yeah. Or cycle back and just repeat them. We've done stamps.com, audible.com. We've done uh me undies. Yes. We've mm. done God, you, you know what we haven't memory. done? We haven't done smart <laughs> mouth activated mouthwash, which is what Dan Savage talks about. You Smart also mind. haven't done Blue Apron. I haven't done Blue Apron. Oh, also, that's great. How did right. you know that we haven't done Blue Apron? Mm, yeah. Because you would have remembered once we mentioned Blue Apron. That's you're fucking brilliant. Stevie, Stevie is very Stevie is very Hannibal intuitive. fucking Lecter over here. No, no, but, <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, yeah. The first person well, What else did he do? I only watched the first <laughs> part of that. Like, like, All you know I about jumped him in a quarter smart. into it. Yeah. Well, they said he was a doctor and that he's smart and then he was behind bars for some reason. The best <laughs> review of Science of the Lambs is someone who's yeah. only seen five minutes of it. <laughs> a random I've five minutes. I've only seen Hannibal, five minutes of Hannibal when he was out in... <laughs> 
in Italy walking mm. around. Yeah. yeah, it just seems like a cultured, smart guy who's a great dresser and he's got great taste in food. And where that food comes from, I don't know. Anyway, I'll never watch it again. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like... And this could just be my recent heartache, foster puppy on my lap, and pain pills talking, but I just want to be a raw nerve on this show now. Like, what if it was just me sure, weeping yeah. and you consoling me, or yeah, let's get the you fucking weeping? Fucking irony out of there. Cons- There's what, what too about- much of that. Yeah, what let's are- quit. Let's quit all this bullshit and Absolutely. let's get. Let's just ask each other real questions. Let's get real. Let's go around no the circle. <laughs> Do you want to have a- everyone say their pin at the same time? Wait, Steve- their bank pin. <laughs> go ready. One, 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 one. one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> I just grab your ATM uh, card. Stevie's real corner. Yeah, Stevie's Real Corner. All right, it's beginning. A new yeah. segment. Uh, you have to come in for just 10 minutes every week. No yes. problem. Uh, Welcome but, uh, to Stevie's Real Corner. Okay, great. Hi, Stevie. Where we drop the bullshit and we talk raw. Awesome. Uh, what do you, what yeah, do you, what do you want? want to know? I guess my first question is, how's your heart feeling? Oh, uh, interesting. Uh, it's, Metaphorically? It's, no. Oh, I mean, you like because you just went through a breakthrough. Yeah, break up, <laughs> breakthrough. Woo! Interesting. Doctor Freud. You guys. <laughs> Dustin's awake. <laughs> you guys, my one rule for Stevie's real corner you can't is make jokes. no jokes. Girl, that's great. Okay. What are you fucking Hannibal Lecter? It's starting. Yes. <laughs> Start okay, again. Okay, it's... we'll restart. Okay, but we're not gonna. We will not. We won't edit cut it. this. This is not. This it's just a redo. This doesn't cut into the time of Stevie's real corner. No, no. Now we're just doing this. Now it starts. Okay. Welcome to Stevie's real corner, where there is only one joke. Nope. <laughs> 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 okay. Wait, right. no, no, no. Right. I already blew it. So, Let's yeah. start again. Over. Okay. okay. Welcome to Stevie's real corner, where the only rule is no jokes. Okay. Uh, I'm here with Dave and Sean, and I'm going to ask them real questions, and they're going to answer real answers, no jokes. Okay. No bits either. Good. We, can, we can we deflect? No. Okay. We can do it. <laughs> this is like truth or dare without the dare and only the truth, and you can't. 100% vulnerability. But cool. that was just an observation. It that was, was not, not a it joke. It was not a joke. That was not a joke. What was, Sean did that was, was not an observation. a joke. It was just an observation. Why that are had you a, smiling then? Because I only smile He's all the time a, because he, it's a defense mechanism. Jesus Christ. Ooh, Steve. Real Ooh, Corner is real. Real yeah. Corner is off to a good start. Yeah. Plus one. Okay. Oh, shit. It's, it's point-based. <laughs> <laughs> this is a game show. Okay. <laughs> I, I love the added greed element. We've the discovered competition. We've discovered, <laughs> Let's do it. I think we've discovered the hook to this to this segment. Okay. <laughs> the more raw we are, the more points we get. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Sean has plus one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Let's go back to Dave. Uh, Dave, how does your heart feel after having gone through this breakup and you're having to talk about it a lot? How are you actually feeling when you're alone? When I'm alone, I feel a twinge of sadness, but knowing that it's over brings me a little maybe peace because uh, my ex and I were on and off for what I realized was truly the better part of this year. It was early February to early December with a, a couple breaks in between and just the stop and start aspect of it, I think although it was really wonderful and we learned a lot from each other and we were saying the other day when it was ending that we really needed each other. I was, we were both coming off of pretty horrific breakups and there was a uh, early in the year tragedy. I, we, I lost a friend. Um, 
and was just in a really low place and she was too and we kind of uh, brought each other out of it so i truly have no negative feelings toward her at all but it's gonna be one of those things where it has to take because every other time we would just get back together so i'm there's real distance happening now which is uh a new thing because as we've talked about on this podcast before i i have become someone who is down for uh repeat business and shenanigans with exes so um it's sad in my in my off hours but it's it's i just like when i'm alone but i know that it's gonna be more than fine better than fine because it was just uh it was not meant to be yeah you know it's really actually very cool even though we're like joking about stevie's corner being very real um it is very cool to hear someone saying like i'm sad i feel a twinge of sadness and i know it's for the best but i'm still a little bit sad i actually think like all both of us just got very quiet we're just like yeah 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 absolutely um yeah i mean that felt yeah that's that felt good because it's also yeah. not. I mean, it, I can it, totally relate to the, those feelings too. Uh, yeah. you know, in situations very similar to that. Yeah, because you just have to take a beat on it. I mean, I, I, it's, I, I, um, sometimes things are just not right, but you still, you know, love you're the like, God, I, yeah, I just wish these like pieces would fit together. So you know, yeah, I think that's the weirdest thing is that this is maybe the first. I we not one argument, not one fight, ever. The only point of contention is one of us would end it and then the oh then it would start again it was it was just like this is something i have to do and then a week and a half later or two weeks or three weeks it would be back on and at no point there there was no screaming there was no one that raised their voice it was just a a lot of laughs a lot of goofs uh some nice stuff some streaming television some nice dinner um and uh and a lot of sleepovers mm. it's tough when there's all that good stuff there's so much good yeah. and it's hard to pinpoint the bad stuff to be like normally you can be like well he was an asshole or you can blame it on something it's yeah. very weird when something ends yeah and there's like no one's to blame and no one did anything wrong the f- feelings just changed or d- the, you know it just wasn't right it's just you know, a I thing that I, didn't work yeah yeah, no, yeah. I, honestly this is gonna it's not a joke but i mean I, it reminds me of when like if someone like loses someone to like texting and driving accident or like a shark attack or something and you're like you can't like get you're like i'm gonna get mad at a shark and then tech you can get mad at someone texting and driving but it's still like oh i do that too and it's just like this oh god this fucking horrible thing that just happened yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. um yeah i know that there's no one really to blame yeah you you have this just floating anger that's just you can't place on something it's you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it's maybe, like, and maybe you don't need to blame anyone. I think that I think it's an inter- I think it's an easy thing to do. Yeah, I think it's like the simplest thing to do to be like, well, he was an asshole, so I don't want to date him anymore. But I think the more truthful thing most of the time is that like it just didn't work out. Yeah, and that's really okay. And it's also okay to be real sad about it. Yeah, yeah, and I think I'm medium sad about it. This, I, I, which is, Good. I mean, I guess maybe maybe I'm being optimistic, but I, I'm hoping that this is one of this one is i mean i you know the last one knocked me on my ass and i don't i'm just not feeling that this time i'm open to the i i don't want it to happen but if if it if in the middle of next week or something i get hit with like like i'm not 
stranger things have happened, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be quite so devastating. Do you think that maybe it's because of like, I think sometimes when you break up and get back together and break up and get back together, there is sort of like a, you never fully get back in it. Like, I think, I think your whole system is a little bit skeptical. Yeah, no, I totally agree. When I've done that in the past, it really shakes the foundation and you're like, yeah. And then there is like kind of a thing where you're like, well, we have broken up before. So this is a possibility now. Yeah. 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 I don't believe in it. I don't yeah. believe in doing it. I won't break up with someone and get back together with them. I, I won't. God, I really, even really respect that. Even if it was haphazardly. That. Even if someone literally is like, I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm like, mm, done. Right, right. you're done. We're done. It, but, you know, I also can understand Dave's specific situation is that they both got out of relationships and then they, you know, entered into something and it seemed too quick for both of them, I yeah. feel, right? Like, so, that's you know. Not, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say that's inaccurate. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, uh, I can understand it in that situation. I do too. Yeah. And I understand it in general. I right, do right. understand it. I just can't operate like that because I've done it once before. Yeah. And I know myself. I stop trusting you. The second we break up once, I stop mm. trusting. Yeah. So the relationship itself is harmed by my, my action. Yes. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, what, Three points, Dave. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. So – I have three. Sean has one. Yeah. So, Sean, what's what's up with you? What's your heart doing? Are you in a relationship? I am not in a relationship uh, right now. Uh, I am casually dating uh, right now. I feel like I well, I went through a breakup uh, about a little over two years ago. Uh, and it was the longest relationship that I had. And I moved in with a girl and we moved in for like six months and then split. And it was that that also coincided with like um, hitting uh, like crossing 30, you know. Mm. So and it was this point in my life where I realized that I had used in a way that you can, you know, like I think this applies to a lot of people, but like like paper dolls, like holding hands, you know, you're like, your, your relationships can be a response to the last relation, to the last relation, to the last relationship, you know, over and over. Yeah. And, um, you know, to shield breakup pain and all this stuff. And I felt like I did that all through my twenties, you know? Um, and then it got to this point I was like, I am going to be single for a while. And I was using it to shield feelings of, not feeling as like successful as I wanted, you know, not, 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 you know, being able to work as hard as I wanted to, or be as disciplined and feeling these feelings of, uh, you know, just, just really like, just being like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you, you know, like, you're not like, why can't you commit and focus to like, you know, so there were career feelings where I was feeling really low, uh, as a result of that, as well as getting out of a relationship and all this stuff. And then I, sort of made this it wasn't a commit you know because it's like if i meet someone who i'm head over it's not like i'm trying to avoid uh that but there sure. is a little bit of a um a shield up now that knows that i enter into things very quickly and i get really serious very fast and i have the capability of doing that and i like go into a deep relationship with someone very quickly mm. so are you I, an addict um, no, but my dad, you know, I would say I'm not like, I don't, I never had anything like devastating happen with mm-hmm. addiction or anything like that. I'm not, I don't consider myself an addict, but sometimes I feel like, you know, my dad was an addict. Um, and there are definitely things where like, you know, if addiction, I mean, addiction is one of those like things that's so 
I mean, it's probably not vague for a lot of people, but like, I feel like it's, it's vague in my mind, the definition yeah, sure. of it. And we all have tendencies. And yeah. Yeah. And I definitely use it to like repress pain sometimes mm-hmm. or to, you know, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. so, I mean, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm like, yeah. And then there are times where like I drink more than, uh, you know, like more frequently sure. and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. um, yeah. I, uh, but yes, I think that sometimes I, I have, uh, I have addictive tendencies. And so, yeah, I jump into something and I yeah. use it as like a, a shield a, a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, substance. Yeah. I only ask because that's a, I was raised by pe- two people who met in rehab. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Which I only found out recently. I knew they were both addicts. Right. And my mom has been sober since she was like 23, but I had no idea they met in rehab, wow. which is crazy. Yeah. But I only ask because I think that's a tendency, an addictive tendency, like the jumping into love yes. kind of thing, because it feels so good. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. do it yeah. too. Um, and I only ask because of that. Yeah. Um, I would say, yes. I mean, it definitely is... Um, that yeah and it's just you know it, it's a really it's like i do stand up comedy and it's like let's just say this is an example of like i go out and i bomb let's say i bomb then i can just run into the arms of my little baby and yeah. watch netflix and it's great and it feels so good yeah and it um, makes up for that horrible yes. void and yeah. that thing that feeling of failing yes absolutely yeah, i totally and get it as like in that specific uh thing i've been thinking like i'm like stand up is sort of about that pain. You don't want to run from that pain, which is also why I'm not, I'm still not, we, we you talked about this on, the, I didn't drink for the month of November mm. and it's continuing on indefinitely you. right now. But I just want to be sort of like exposed to, you know, yeah. everything, all the feelings, because you can drink and you can do well on stage or you can do poorly. You don't even care at that point. Your confidence is flying, but I don't want to be d- dependent on something to do well. And I also just want to be, you know, my mind to be there. Yeah. And so uh, part of that is just going like right now, it's like, you know what, this is, I'm going to get back into this thing where I just do as much stand up as humanly possible and hurt myself. It's okay to hurt myself because it's falling down and learning and, yeah. you know, and growing and growing and growing. And it's okay right now to, to do that. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's really that's cool. Kinda, yeah. And it's so much more vulnerable, right? To do that, to do stand up, which is a scary thing to begin with, right. uh, with zero, zero substances. Like yeah. that is vulnerable. That's true vulnerability is. And I think that's really, um, I think that is how you learn. Yeah. And I think it's so cool to be like, I want to do this without that. Right. I want that yeah. to be the norm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I have such an, I mean, I'm, I'm like so sensitive. So like, it's like, it, you know, I really am trying to like develop, not a callus in like a, a way that I'd want to like harden myself, but I want to just get rid of the feeling of like a raw nerve because it's how you develop a skill. I mean, you really, everyone's going to at first be like, well, I'm not good at this thing. And this is, I've been doing stand-up for a long time, but I, I am doing more personal stuff now. Yeah. And so it feels like I'm restarting stand-up. And mm. so for this sp- occasion, I'm like, you know what, go out there and this is going to hurt and you're not going to be perfect at this. I used to do like jokes like just one-liners yeah. the whole time dave remembers but uh and but it feels like i'm restarting stand-up now and it really has to be more about like me expressing myself or performing yeah. more and you know it's just pretty much just used to like one-liners on paper like like yeah jessel nicky and dan mincy and you know they were great they're great and they're great performers too but, but I just you've felt, been telling yeah. me a little bit about like what you're doing now and it sounds way more exciting oh it's just like actually talking about my yeah. life and stuff yeah. it feels great so it's much awesome. more yeah. interesting yeah. too like uh, yeah i think so when i listen to anything in life like 
I, you can tell if someone's funny, yeah. even through their sadness. Yeah. I'm very attracted to hearing about people saying what they really feel versus yeah. people being like, here's a joke about a joke. And you're just like, who cares? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't care. No one's invested in that. Right. Yes. Four points, Sean. Um, Stevie. Thank you. Yes. And Stevie gets a point too, I think. Okay. She, yeah. She, she yeah. talked about her parents being in rehab, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, okay. You've asked us both questions. I guess we can run it out. I'll ask you a question. Yeah. Um, your relationship feels very stable and healthy right now. It sounds like it's going really well. I would uh, love to know if there was like a turning point because it was like kind of new and maybe uh, you weren't totally sure what was going on the whole yeah. time. You were in very excited. Like it was very intense and very yeah. great, but uh, it sounds like it's better than it's ever been. I was wondering if there's anything that like became a, like a line of demarcation, like, Oh, here's where, things really got great yeah i think okay so like the beginning of the relationship was so exciting it was like what you described where we both right. just literally fell in love the second we saw each other which is crazy and insane something insane people do but it <sighs> happened it just happened for both of us and we like looked at each other and it felt like we were in love and it was overwhelming and intoxicating we spent every night together for like I don't know, 30 days. Like it was psycho. It was what people do if like you're taking a crash course in how to be in a relationship mm. and it's nuts. Um, and it was exhilarating and it was so exciting. But I think what happened is it was frightening too. Like I mm -hmm. think it was extremely scary and um, I hadn't been in like a really long-term relationship in like three years. So I jumped in willingly because I'm like, whatever. And he had gotten out of a relationship uh, more recently than me. And um I think there was a lot of fear there. I think the truth of it is, is that both of us were scared and it felt very shaky and we couldn't get our footing. And a lot of weird circumstantial stuff kept happening too. Like, and I'll be very vague about this, but like, it was just like outside stuff coming mm -hmm. in, um, which is weird. And it's hard not to interpret that as a sign, right? Like as grounded and level headed as I am, there's a piece of me that's like, uh Oh, should it be this hard this soon? Uh-oh. Like you keep you are wanting to attribute this stuff to a sign or a red flag, but the reality is is like sometimes stuff is just circumstantial and sometimes it's tough. Right. And and I think people also tell you that relationships should start and they should be simple and easy and breezy. And I think that's bullshit. And I think that sometimes a relationship starts and there are no fights. And sometimes it starts yeah, and, and you're are. fighting. Yeah. And there's things happening. But I think what's happened for me and for we've only been dating like, man, literally maybe like two and a half months, maybe. Um, and I think that for me, it felt like a bit of the turning point is just that we actually now love each other. It's like we're in love with each other and we're falling in love with each other. And that's fun and frightening. But now we actually love each other like we genuinely want the best for one another and we can support each other. And when like I hear he has a headache, I want to be able to help him and fix him. Mm. Like it's a thing of like, um, genuine affection and love and not the thing that's like, Oh, I love what this person does. I think they're funny. It's not about, it's like literally the, the core of the person mm -hmm. and you can, and you have affection and love and warmth for them. And I think, that's what's changed. And maybe just a little bit more trust. Like, I think we're both like, now that it's like gotten over like two months, we're both like, okay, we can sit in this and relax in this a little bit. But it was very rocky up top, to be honest. And, yeah. But exciting still. Mm -hmm. But I think that's what changed. I think just like actually loving him. And he actually loves me. That's, yeah. That's a great answer. That's and super yeah. exciting. And um, 
super happy for you. Yeah. And three points. Thank you. So you got a point for revealing something while you were talking to Sean, yeah. which means you have four points. I think, Sean, you also have four points. We're tied. Yeah. I have three points. You have three points. Okay. Did I not give you five points? I might have. Oh, you give me. I might have given. Oh, you, you know one, what? I had I five because four. I had you one before. So I. So did I? You. Oh yeah. I, so so, uh, uh, in third place is me with three points. Yeah. Uh, coming in second with four, Stevie and Sean is the winner with five points. I got a little bit of winner's guilt, to be honest, in this game. That is, you know, <laughs> that's like in yeah. this specific game, you know. Yeah. I'm like uh, but I think it's yeah. okay. I think it's okay because. Guilt is a natural feeling, and mm-hmm. you're revealing it honestly, and you weren't joking about it. And mm-hmm. and it's I, okay to be yeah. guilty. Yeah, yeah, and, and feel guilty and, and honestly, shame if you want. It's yeah. okay to feel everything, and I kind of think that that's my takeaway from Stevie's, Stevie's corner. real yeah. corner. Um, that was great, and I also yeah. think that that's where we should end. Yeah. Yeah. This was really yeah, awesome. This is and, awesome. Yeah, uh, so, surprising. Yeah. And and I will say that coming into it, that it was a hilarious bit. And uh, coming out of it, I think I learned a lot about two of my friends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, then let's uh, let's do a little business, Stevie. Where can our listeners find out more about you? Um, everything, every single thing I am is I am Stevie Nelson. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am Stevie Nelson. You want to follow me on Instagram. I am Stevie Nelson. You want to look at my website? I am Stevie Nelson. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. And as always, uh, listeners, feel free to email us littlecutiespod at gmail.com. You can email us anything. Little cutie behavior you've, you've exhibited. If you've gotten away with something uh, as a not quite adult that you'd like to share. Uh, if you want some pretty awful but solicited advice we'll take a crack at it if you want to send us uh, a picture of a finger painting you made go ahead and if you want to send us any cool swag I'll send you my address but you gotta promise not to murder me (laughs) that's fair I'm very vulnerable (laughs) (laughs) one point if I'm any oh wait did I get a point are we still there I th- well, I yeah. thought we got out of it, but I think maybe it's like a dream in a dream where you can't wake. You know, you're like, yeah, oh my god, never actually wake up. From yeah, us. Yeah. <laughs> no, you get an extra point. Maybe I have sleep paralysis because this looks like my bedroom right now. But maybe we are it's just in your bedroom. Uh, oh, oh, we are. Okay, then yeah. we're not. A, then we're out of the corner. Okay, so you don't need that extra point. Okay, uh, Sean, any parting words? Um, I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> stay. Yourself. Keep it crispy? Yeah, keep it crispy. <laughs> All right, keep it crispy, guys. <laughs> Bye. 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 Feral Audio. I can't believe how cold it is. It's so cold. Are you fucking here. serious? Are you fucking out? Don't even look at me. branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.